welcome to Marketing Stories. I'm Diane Young, co-founder of The Drum, and in this podcast series, I read to you my favourite articles from a print magazine. In this episode, John McCarthy writes about how digital innovation is changing the experience of sports fans and how brands are adjusting their sponsorships. This article is exclusively available in The Drum magazine, which is available to subscribers at thedrum.com forward slash subscribe. Whether it's putting F1 followers in the driver's seat or tennis devotees on centre court with Andy Murray, endless digital innovation is bringing the match day experience closer to fans than ever before. But how can brands get in on the action? Sponsorship, viewership, communications, broadcasting, ticket and merchandise sales, every part of the match day experience has been dragged into the 21st century through digital innovation. As AS Roma's head of strategy, Paul Rogers says, Digital is no longer an additional strategy. It is the only strategy. But while Rogers has driven Roma's digital channels to claim the accolade of the weirdest club in social media, Ellie Norman, the marketing director at Formula One, is speeding in a different direction by using tech to improve the fan experience. When US telecoms giant Liberty Media bought the business in 2016 for $4.4 billion, she jumped ship from Virgin Media to give fans a level of engagement that had been lacking under Bernie Eccleston's 40-year tenure. In her first year, she delivered a rebrand, Formula One's first in-house marketing campaign, fan research, and an OTT streaming service, all to help the brand live in a digital environment. Formula One is now investing in 360-degree cameras, UHD video, the Internet of Things, and AR, VR ex viewing experiences that put fans in the driver's seat or the pit with a slew of real-time interactive data and dozens of race streams available through its Formula One TV app. For Formula One TV to be a success, it needs to convert a mere 1% of the sport's 503 million fans into paying customers, the hardest core of fans, as she calls them. We need to be real-time relevant with our fans and future fans to gain awareness, interest and drive action, giving them the context they want in the channel, format, time and context they want it. We need to design and deliver consistent, seamless experiences. Amazon-owned social video platform Twitch is following a similar path, cultivating fandoms across entertainment, gaming, sport and esports. Adam Harris, Director of Custom Solutions at Twitch, says, Twitch is live, interactive and about community. We don't just want to do it like anyone else. Recently, it built an Escape Room Meets Bandersnatch live-streamed gaming experience to announce Porsche's entry into Formula E. We put the car release in the hands of the viewing audience by gamifying it, he says. It went above and beyond an announcement video and drove more than 2 million interactions. It's never been harder to reach young adults in meaningful ways, and they are arguably heading at quite some pace towards a non-interruptive ad-free future, he concludes. Unmissable experiences bankrolled by brands could help mitigate the increasing costs of sports media. Roma's Rogers worries that the ongoing fragmentation of sports media rights could distance fans from their teams. In recent years, rights have been snapped up by Amazon's Premier League package, while Sky Sports Premier League highlights now go to YouTube minutes after the final whistle. Fans are now forced to subscribe to five or six different offerings, whereas in the past, one or two would have covered it, he says. <clears throat> there are few brands and broadcasters not building a direct consumer DTC video solution, meaning there is a proliferation of subscription TV services coming especially in sport. Consumers will have to pick and choose their subscriptions. 
describing the battle to come, Norman explains that passion tends to overrule the rational side of things. On the other side of the coin, OTT providers are building up their advertising formats to help subsidise match rights costs. Yusuf Ben Yusuf, director of ad platform at Roku, says there's still a huge gap to fill in ad spend with traditional TV. The media streaming player hosts the digital channels of traditional streamers alongside the likes of WWE Network, Red Bull TV, MLB.TV and apps for NHL, NBA and ATP Tennis. OTT players secure ad spend from linear platforms where marquee sports events still drive huge audiences. Ben Yusuf says, there's still a huge gap to fill and more buying options across OTT will make it easier for brands to shift their media spend to where their customers are spending time on streaming. Meanwhile, Jamie West, Group Director of Advanced Advertising at Sky UK, home of Sky Sports, the UK's largest sports broadcaster, believes Connected TV will be the next big thing in advertising and if effectively implemented, could help the broadcaster deliver more relevant and effective ads to its pay TV audience. He says there's been an acceleration of capabilities for automation, targeting and attribution, adding, the rate of change over the next two to three years globally will be massive. Adam Petrick is a global director of brand and marketing at Puma. Earlier this year, the sports brand replaced Nike as kit partner of Manchester City and the rest of the City Football Group, which includes clubs in Australia, Spain, Uruguay and China. It operates in football, culture, music, gaming and fashion to stand out from other brands by leveraging creative brand partners such as Rihanna and Jay-Z. Many brands have been successful in making the jump from advertising-based messaging to storytelling, story creation and content-focused messaging. Now we must find ways to actually harness the power of the technology that seems to be at our fingertips to leverage all the content and story creation in a targeted way at scale. Alexandra Willis feels scale for scale's sake has been overblown and isn't the most effective way to generate brand engagement. Head of digital at the All England Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club, AELTC, the home of Wimbledon, she says instead that brands should be aware of the value of niche, highly engaged audiences. Wimbledon, for example, looks to minimise brand noise to afford maximum exposure to its partners. At this stage, it needs the science behind it to demonstrate that value to the brand goes up, not down in these environments. There will be a time when the content finds its audience regardless. Looking forward, she sees the continuation of AI, machine learning and automation to drive personalization. But personalization and automation can be a dangerous game. Brands cannot put too much power into the hands of fans or more importantly, rival fans. For example, to celebrate its new kit announcement earlier this year, Arsenal ran a shirt personalisation campaign across social media. It wasn't long before jerseys branded with offensive and racist phrases were doing the rounds online, however, sullying what should have been a triumphant launch. However, in digital out of home, Sure Men has been running reactive contextual football ads outside the grounds of Chelsea, Manchester City and Everton on match days. It knows fans will perspire, stress and likely need a squish of deodorant. As club partner, the brand gets more exposure just by being attuned to what is happening on the pitch. Once sports establishments are closer to fans, they are in a position of trust where they can bring brands closer to fans. The smartest movers will use digital to add to sports experiences rather than detract or distract from them. To read this and other marketing stories, 
subscribe to receive your monthly copy at thedrum.com forward slash subscribe. Thank you for listening.